Got something on your mind? We do too. So wherever you are, whether you're walking your dog, on the train, or just sitting at home, let's have a conversation. Afternoon. Good afternoon, my friend. How's it going? My friend. Is this one of those episodes where you just have crack at energy again? Yeah, I think the listeners are going to think I'm bipolar. Because there are episodes where I come in and I'm just like, oh my god, life is shit. Mm. Which is which is fine, and I think that's it's important to realize that you're gonna have ups and downs. Yeah, and I definitely acknowledge the days I'm down, as I acknowledge the days I'm more up, and yeah. I have the crackhead energy, as you say. Yeah, you know what this reminds me of? Um, what I watched a movie yesterday called You People. You People. Yeah, it's on Netflix, um, and like the storyline isn't relevant to this, but the point is the main character and his best friend have a podcast. Right. And, Sounds um, oddly familiar. Yeah. The thing is, though, for anyone who's listening and saying, like, oh, maybe I should watch this, you people. Like, it's, it's, it's through, like, it's, it's like, was it? Deadpan? Dry pan? Deadpan? Comedy? Deadpan I have comedy? no idea oh, what de- I think, okay, deadpan comedy. What basically, is deadpan comedy? Deadpan, com- deadpan comedy is basically when um, you make jokes that aren't funny with the intention that the fact that it's not funny means that it's funny. That's actually my favorite kind of humor, kind of like The Office. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, okay. But, but yeah. it's like, there's some points where it's, it's a really, really hard watch. So make sure you watch it with friends that you have cracking energy with. Oh, as in it's just, is it just so painful to watch? It's just so painful. There's like so many awkward moments that you're just there. Like, I love that. Oh, I love that kind of comedy. Yeah, so you people Bears. reminds me of this. It was just in my mind. Yeah. Um, so I'm like that guy. In you people who's not, not necessarily who's painfully awkward. No, no, no. Makes neither, total sense. Neither of them are awkward. Bro, you um, could just tell me. Don't worry, man. I, I would tell you the truth if 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 there was anything to say. Thank, thank you, bro. Thank you, because I have you know, I, I have my struggles. We'll put it that way. Uh-huh. Socially. Uh, he smiles. I smile cheekily as I say this sentence. Yeah, but tell me, man. What's been what's been going on? What's been on your mind? You know, for for you and I, Rahil, we're about to graduate uni. Yeah. Well, got, I'm looking at my watch. A couple of months left, give or take. There's probably other people out there about to finish education, and it doesn't just have to be university. But nearly the entire population is exposed to some form of education. Nearly, right? I mean... Depends how, depends how you classify education, but... And it could be... It doesn't have to be formal schooling. Any form of education, right? Okay. And there, I think there is a time where you kind of disembark from that journey of just continual learning. And you embark on another journey, which is where you kind of become this person that brings to your household, if that makes sense. That's a loose way of putting it. But in, in short for at least you and I, we're pretty much looking at the finish line of our educational journeys. Because we went to school, we had that privilege, I'm going to call it a privilege, that we had schooling in the United Kingdom. And we go to one of the best universities, Imperial College London, in the United Kingdom. That already puts us, of course, in a very, like, a very privileged position in the social hierarchy. 
which is great. But just in our case, we're now embarking on the next step, which is, again, very privileged to be working or to be starting our own thing or to be exposed to opportunities which monetarily reward very well, from an opportunity sense reward very well, from a networking sense reward very well, all because of the fact that we kind of have these prior privileges. That's a long way of saying, we're about to graduate, and I'm kind of just thinking about what's next, right? The thing is, I think it's important when we're thinking about what's next to not put any labels of what that might be. I, I may, I've made this mistake for a very long time and I, I'm, I'm only starting to like rectify it now. Yeah. Where I always thought that after you, after you graduate from uni, you start working. And I think you said it implicitly when you said, like, said what you just said over there. But the thing is, it is just a next step. And what that next step is, is very different for different people, right? I know people that are just going to go on a gap year. Like after uni, they're gonna graduate. They're just gonna ha- like chill, go traveling for a year. Yeah, I mean the right. other point I made was someone does their own thing. Yeah. Meets new people. Yeah. Starts up something for themselves. Yeah. Got friends that are starting businesses. Exactly. It, it's it's very different for different yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very easy to, like, you know, know what you like, know what your next step is, and because you know what your next step is you kind of expect everyone to be, have that same step, whereas that's not necessarily the case. just wanted to like raise that point because that's also sort of been in my mind of like everyone's journey is actually very different and it's surprising how many people don't follow the same or similar journey to one that I am or will about to embark on or want to embark on. I think that's, that's an interesting take. I mean, I would say I don't, especially in this day and age, many people embark on different journeys. Um, and me as an individual, I've been learning to appreciate that. But then you also, I think what, what a thought that just kind of sparked was, there seems to be like kind of a, a system which people follow. Like, let's just be honest here. What do, you, what do you mean though? I'll tell you what I mean. You go to school. After you go to school, what do you do next? Traditionally, we'll put it that way. What do you do Go next? to uni. Traditionally, you finish uni and you get a degree. What do you do with that degree? You start working. So that's why... So what you just said, like, you assume people to kind of have that same journey. Yeah. Why do you have that assumption? I guess it's, like, the environment that me and other people... Or 100%. I mean, 90... Lived in. I mean, you know when I said a few friends are, like, starting businesses? Out of, out of the, like, out of the data set of the friends that I have, that's about 3%. Yeah. The rest, what they're doing is either, yeah, like you said, taking some time off to maybe figure it out, which I think is a great thing to do, and which is something I might do, actually, because um, I'm not really sure what I, what I like, yeah. and I don't really want to do something. As I said, like, I'm absolutely, I'm eternally grateful, and I feel kind of lucky that in this drawer of life, I got to be put into the position I was. So I have the privilege, I should say, to be able to take some time off and actually have a choice of what I want to do. Will I struggle a little bit? Yes. I have to provide for my family on many occasions. So yes, that will also be a struggle, but I'm confident I can figure it out because I consider money a separate entity to work. Um, but at the same time, like I think, you know, what? why is why is that a system? Because every single other person I know is, is going into work 
But then I think about it, how many of them actually enjoy what they're doing? I think, I think stepping away from that, you know, that is a system that people follow, but... Yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound... Wo- I don't want to, like, you know, encourage wokest culture and basically say, oh my God, everything's a lie, we're following a system, and we're all just pawns in a chess game. I'm not trying to say that, but it's more, it's more about... There is a system. There's nothing... I'm not saying that there's, like, there's something wrong with following it or should i say following it or choosing to go that down that route but yeah it's just different different walks of life the thing is like the system that we're talking about is not just the only system in the sense of like there's other people that think very differently and like think about the system in a very different way yeah what i just said is as a result of the people i've been surrounded with the environment the academic environment that i've been a part like being in pretty much since like I started like formal education. Yeah. But I know people that like see it in a completely different way. I, I've, I've said this story like in an earlier episode about, you know, a conversation I had with two of my flatmates in first year. And they said like, yeah, I'm not at uni cause I want, like I necessarily want to be, or it's, or it's even expected of me, sorry. I'm not at uni because it's expected of me. I'm doing it just because I wanted to. If I if I drop out tomorrow, it's completely fine. Yeah. And then the other one made the point of like, why instead of going to uni, why can't we just like, you know, chill on a beach and just live life like surfing all day long? Yeah. Right? Um, and, you know, you mentioned that sort of, you know, after school you go to uni and that is like the standard, but it's the standard for you and I, right? It's the standard system for you and I, whereas it could be, yeah. for a lot of people, be. that is not the standard. For a lot of people, the standard may be apprenticeship, it may be just starting work straight away. Like, I think our point of view of what we think is the system is very skewed based on like, and biased based on like, what we've been experienced to 100 i think yeah like you just gave that example of some people do an apprenticeship or some people work straight away but the the transition's the same no as in it's not exactly the same as us where we go from education to higher education to how is the transition the same but as in you go from education to work ah so that's not not necessarily it's kind of it's kind of answering yeah not necessarily but like if you take it from a population standpoint, what proportion of people go from education? It could you could leave higher education out of it, but then kind of go to work afterwards. Depends how you define work. Well, any sort of any sort of job. Would you say starting your business is own work? Is your is work? Yeah. So I, the reason, like, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, we all just work, right? I know this sounds like a big a big question. That's what that's kind of what I'm thinking about at the moment. I know I'm kind of delving maybe too deep into this, but that, that that's what I'm thinking about. There there seems to be some sort of sophistication behind it. Is it human nature to work? Right? And work in any sense. And like I said, you know, I said yes. I mean, I do indeed believe that there is an education system at play which helps make workers, we can put it that way. Um, and that's one way to put it. You don't have to say make workers or like some people will put it in a harsh way and say make slaves to society. But I think that's just a very harsh way of putting it. Because like, I think 
you choose to be a slave. That's your choice. Anyway, going off on a bit of a tangent. Um, but yeah, I guess what I'm saying is like, I think answering the question of what's next, does it always have to involve work? No, it doesn't. So um, what else can it involve? Because the reason I'm asking is because I'm actually struggling myself. I can't seem to think of another thing. So either I take some time off to find some work which I enjoy, like find a craft, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, or I start my own business. Or I continue like growing my current businesses. Or I do something else altogether. Yeah. But I always feel like some kind of goal is work. But I think in... Yeah, does it always involve work? I mean, I think the reason why most people would say yes... Yeah. Is because I know you said that money and work, uh, money and work are two separate entities. But for many people, it's not. Um, and at the end of the day, to get opportunity, like to get opportunities, and sort of like from a from a survival standpoint, yeah, money is needed, hundred percent. And for a lot of people, money comes from working, right? Again, I don't want to sort of generalize and say absolutely everyone because it's not absolutely everyone. Yeah, but. If we think about the people that you and I surround ourselves with, yeah, right, the people that we see day to day, that is the reality for a lot of them, yeah, right. So I think in answer to your question of is work always next, I think eventually for yeah again people like you and I work plays a part, yeah, but it doesn't have to immediately be work, and I think that's my nuanced answer, nuanced answer, right. I was um talking to a friend the, the friend who's taking a gap here and he just said like yeah i don't really i just want to chill i don't really want to be bound to like a schedule or like just you know do anything because you know i'm quite tired right now as it is at uni i'm quite burnt out and i want some time just to like you know take a breather right because it can sometimes feel like you know it's very on, 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 on. There's never that time off, right? And, and it's actually a lot more, like, a lot more common than people think. Just sort of traveling or taking a gap year for a year and not really learning via education or working, right? They just stop for a second, right? Which I think is completely fine. And it may not be, it may not be for absolutely everyone, but... I think it it provides benefit benefits be maybe being the wrong word, but I think it is useful for a lot of people in some ways. So you're saying it's useful for people to step out of work or maybe to, to have some time where they're not learning nor working, but maybe being more present. It not necessar it's not necessarily a case of if you don't have work or if you're not in education, you are more present. It's not like a if then. There's not an if then, yeah. But I think not being bound to anything sort of puts you in a very unique position where, you know, you, in a lot of cases, can truly be in control of what you do next, right? There's not, there's no like lectures or classes or like, you know, a, an academic department telling you to work. There is no, like, manager telling you to work. Like, there's no one paying you, paying your salary. You're just doing you, right? 
and the decisions you make in that time are like it can be it can be like a road to becoming more present sure but it doesn't have to necessarily be that um i just think it's very interesting because i've i've been thinking about this a little bit as well where um after uni i have a couple of months off right i've kind of planned it that way and have the summer off sorry is it the summer a little bit more than summer yeah um and for me i'm not nervous i'm excited but also like a little bit nervous because about starting work or having some time off having some time off because actually when was the last time you had like three four months off yeah yeah right i don't i don't actually i don't remember the last time yeah so i just think like you know when you're in that situation where you decide to do with that time is completely up to you so yeah in the in the general case i mean no i think that's that's a really good take on it and i think do i i also think that there's kind of having that time to yourself not bound by a schedule which is what your friend's doing which i admire and also what a few of my friends are doing too allows you to kind of answer some more questions about what you actually want to do because i think as you said when you when you don't really have that break and you're kind of just you know the light bulb is just always on and it just never turns off naturally um if you're if you're always working or you're always you know you always have some sort of you're bound by some sort of deadline you're bound by some sort of as you said like academic department for example if you're in education it's quite hard to take a moment and think okay yeah well i i have to do all of this because if i don't there is there is a consequence to it but there's also like it kind of removes the freedom to be more creative what's the consequence for you in what sense? You said that, like, if you don't... if Correct me if I'm wrong, but you said if you don't stop, there's a consequence. So, I mean, there's two types of consequences. There's the external and the internal. So the external is your manager will probably get pretty pissed at you and your job's on the line if you're just not doing the work that you have to do because you have a deadline and you have to do it. Or you have... Um, you have a big assignment for university that you have to submit because if you don't, it will result in you not getting that degree, which you spent a lot of money and time on, right? But then there's the internal, which is you've not, you're not doing the things you agreed to do. And there's a lot of discomfort in that, I think. Mm. Do you think that's like what people are like feeling when they come to the end of their like university time? Because I think I can I can definitely relate to that. I I think I feel a very similar way, which is what I mean by that is we're coming to the end of our uni time, and you know, just the the how do I say this? The responsibility that I'm bound to. By being a uni student, whether it's, you know, submitting coursework, doing exams or whatever it may be, right? Even like, like a term holiday, like, you know, Christmas that just went or Easter that's coming up. Even that's a bit like, you know, I just want a time where I'm not bounded by responsibility. Absolutely. Right. So do you think people think a lot about like the consequences of stopping 
and because they can see those consequences being quite dire they're in a position where you know they want they want to you know potentially like move on if it as it were so what you're tr- like just so i'm understanding you correctly i was saying what if i'm a student i'm at uni i don't like what i'm doing and i want to drop out it's not it doesn't even necessarily be like that it's that's an example but it's yeah. an example but it's an extreme example yeah right let's take my example yeah. my my example is like i've been in university for three three and a half years let's yeah. say i'm coming to the end of my uni degree yeah. and a big part of that is just like you, you need to be great and all i've changed as a person i've met people i've done things it's been great but the value that I have got from uni is, I don't know if, if there's any more value I can take from it. What value did you get? But like, it's very hard to answer that question. I can spend the last like half an hour talking about that. What's the single most valuable thing that you've got? I'm not going to answer that. I have an easy answer. I don't have an easy answer. Really? I don't. Mine's like blank on easy. The people like, you met. 100 million percent by a mile exceeding everything else is the network right the people but, i've met yeah but the point the point i'm trying to make is not necessarily what i've gained value from yeah. it's just now i'm at a place of like yeah i'm kind of done with this now right like it's been great but i wake up every day not as excited to go to uni as i was yeah or go about my uni day as it was and that's not just academics it's yeah. everything so if you take that as a case study my own personal story or my own personal situation right now right that like if you take that example what do you think that other people you know feel a similar way especially when you're towards the end yeah 100% i i, I relate to i i take comfort in the fact that a lot of older people have told me that it is normal to feel that, like feel this way especially when you get towards the end you kind of you just like, like the fire just dims a little bit yeah you just like it's not it's not that you're waiting to go but it's just kind of like okay like you know this has been great this has been a good like chapter of my right journey, over. But, yeah but yeah, yeah it's um the chapter's coming to a close and like let's just let it come to a yeah. close um, and it's just like a matter of accepting that i guess you mentioned how you're not like you're not feeling that ex- excited not just in uni but like in other things in general hmm I think, you know, that's a little bit different to, to what you were saying as well. Like, because what, what you're saying about university, you're about to graduate, you're kind of at the end, you're just, you're not like, as you were when you just came and you wanted to do your best, you wanted to meet people, you wanted to study, study and get great marks and, uh, you know, just get yourself out there. And then towards the end, you kind of done all those things. So now you're just like, hey, you know what? I'm happy if this ends now. I'm not rushing, but i'm fine if it does I, i'm i'm just not really i don't care that much anymore not in a bad way but yeah we're done we're good i'm content but that's kind of different to what you were saying about excitement because i think it's normal to not feel excited with well university anymore like that's that's fine i guess like i'm not really ecstatic to go into my lectures as i was in first year in first year i was like oh my god this is brazy there's a hundred people in here this is very interesting stuff but then now it's like okay yeah i'm doing it again but I've done it 17 times already. So it's like, okay, I'm not gassed about it anymore, but I still feel excited to wake up and just maybe explore what's next. Cause that's something I do think about quite a lot. I guess, um, I guess maybe I, it was a wrong choice of words. I think my excitement comes from different places. Yeah. Right. Like, and I think what's important to mention in this moment that is that like, you know, 
a feeling of I'm ready for this chapter to like take like take a close and sort of come to a close rather it's not something I have I have felt it's something that I can see I'm about to feel right I can kind of see it coming I'm like ah okay yeah I can see small changes in like my thought process my mindset behavior right all little signs. So he's saying you're in a transitional period? I'm in a transitional yeah. period. It's not right. like the thing has happened, I'm waiting for this to be over. Yeah. I'm not there yet. But um, it's more a case of I can start to feel this transition coming. Um, but yeah, back to the excitement point. I think you're right. It's not necessarily that I'm not as excited to wake up every day as I was, but the things that excite me just don't give me as much of excitement. And I, and I bring that back to value of like, you know, uni's been great, but I think I'm starting to feel ready just to like move on to that next chapter of my life. What Take- things excited you that don't excite you anymore? Like I gave the bland example of like oh, a lecture or like start learning new content. I've done this so many times, mate, and I know I'm going to sit an exam and I know I'm going to do some assignments for it and then boohoo, you know, so I'm over it. So, like, that's a very um, basic example, but is there any anything else you can think of? I think meeting people and, like, experiencing new things. I think when you come into uni, at least for me, yeah, a big part of it is like, oh, I get to meet all these new people, I get to join sure, these sure, societies, sure, sure. Yeah. I get to do X, Y, Z. Whereas now... I, I would love to say that a part of me still wants to, you know, like to meet new people and to have new experiences and ha- have the same level of excitement I see. with that. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's completely gone. Like I, I'm still down to meet new people. And, you know, I think if anything, this year has shown me the fact, the fact that the, the imperial sort of student population is just so diverse and broad. There's so many different people out there. And that's most universities, which is, that's, that's the best thing about universities, just exactly. how international it can this, be. Yeah. And like, yeah, for sure. And you're in you're in a you're in an environment where you're going to meet new people. Yep. Like it's bound to happen. Yeah. Right. So it's not that I I'm not excited to meet new people, but like I think a part of me is just a bit like ah, you know, like what are the chances that I'll meet my best friend now? That if I haven't met them yet. Do you is does that come from a place of contentment as well? Because I kind of have that too. Like I absolutely love the people i met i love that i met you bro i love that i met like i i have a freaking amazing group of best friends we're like siblings i just run into their house they live in they live in like earl's court in london i just show up without permission a lot of the time and just sleep over and just take the piss and i'm unapologetically or should i say worryingly myself with them because i could be a bit of a crackhead as you as you could tell uh but yeah, I just don't think I can ever have a relationship like that with people in the next few months before I graduate. So I, I kind of, I kind of see what you mean there. Like, there's never harm. I'm, you know, I, I do see what you're saying. Uh, but mm. I guess the there's not that like, oh, I'm gonna meet these people now. There's my my other new best friend might be out there. You know. Yeah, but, I guess. I guess I the reason I mentioned this is because I think I started this year thinking I would meet those people. And have you not met those people before? I did, but I think a part of me just felt that some of those people that I met at university were no longer there. You know, they graduated, they went on to do other things, right? So for me, I think the answer was, oh, I think I need to try to find new people 
that you know reach that criteria as opposed like as part of a changing you know group of people in my life sure right i don't think that happened i think that there are like maybe one two three exceptions there's like a few people that i'd say i'm a lot closer to now than i was before yeah and i can see myself keeping in touch with them in the future sure like still having that same connection yeah um but you know i think my expectation of fourth year to sort of meet the new best friends didn't really turn out the way that it did i see what you're saying and now that i'm starting to realize that and starting to become content with that i think yeah that's part of it you know that's part where the excitement is kind of like dimmed like dimmed a little bit um i i noticed this a lot at like a party that i hosted um oh yeah that one that was fun yeah met some met some people yeah i felt a bit famous that day (laughs) yeah yeah for sure um, but I think, I think apart, like for me, what I just said, part of that was thinking that I didn't have good people around me or like, you know, I know that I did, but I wish there were more. Yeah, I look at people with like insane group of friends, like, like you, for example, you have an insane group of friends. And I'm like, ah, a bit of jealousy there. Not jealousy per se, but okay, you. wishing I had that because I didn't feel like I did have that. But you, that, that depends on how you see it. Yeah, exactly. But then like this, this is like an, uh, a changing sort of way that I'm seeing this topic where, you know, my party, I was probably the most irrelevant person at that party, which I loved, right? What do you mean? You know, people would get there, people I invited, they would say hi. I'm like, hey, you know who you should meet? You should meet this other person who you've never met before, who's also my friend. I think you'd get along. Yeah, that's nice. That that happened the entire night. Yeah. And all I was doing was just hopping into conversations every now and then, (laughs) right? And... I think a puppet master in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I think this is a very long way of me saying that you know, I realize that I do have a good group of people around me even if they're not within the same group yep. or within the same area of my life. 100% man. No, 100%. Um, and yeah. I think starting to become content with that is part of this feeling of like, you know what? Uni it's been great and all. I've had my ups, I've had my downs. It's been a great experience and I've met some cool people and I've done some great things and I've changed the person. But that chapter is starting to come close. Yeah, just flip, flip the page. Yeah. And I'm, I, I guess the reason I'm saying this and the reason I wanted to talk about this as we come to a close is I, I'm just wondering if other people are feeling the same way. Because I, from the people I've spoken to in older years, I think it is a normal feeling to feel. Um, but I guess what I'm curious about is how people are dealing with that and, you know, handling that per se. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but how are they processing that is kind of what I'm interested to hear. Processing? Just the transitional period of like, you know, uni is coming to a close, what's next, etc. Yeah. Just what is that next chapter? Exactly. And I think, yeah, there are healthy and unhealthy ways to, to go about that, mm. but... I think it's it's also good to just appreciate well the journey, not just always what's next, what's next, what's next. But yeah, maybe just taking a moment as well. Mm. Wisdom, always, always. Wisdom. All right, bro. I'll speak to you soon. Calm, man. In a bit. In a bit. <laughs>